0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of a Trophy Life podcast. Bob Rathman coming to you from Atlanta and a big show lined up for you this week. And coming up, we'll hear from Duke University head basketball coach Mike Krzyzewski. Comments very poignant about his... uh, One year to go and then retirement at Duke. That's coming up in just a moment. But we begin, as always, with our Jersey Mike's news and notes, and quite a bit to offer you this week, including some men's basketball news on the scheduling front. Rutgers and Seton Hall are going to renew their men's basketball rivalry with a game in Newark at the Prudential Center on December the 12th. It's dubbed the Garden State Hardwood Classic, not played last year because of the pandemic. A couple of years ago, though, Rutgers defeated then number 22-ranked Seton Hall by 20 in front of a sellout crowd at Rutgers. It's the 72nd matchup all time in a series that dates back to 1916. Now, you may recall that last year, Rutgers had a magnificent season, their first NCAA tournament appearance since 1991. They beat Clemson. To get an NCAA tournament win for the first time since 1983, had a great year. Seton Hall, looking to put the pieces back together, they were 14 and 13 last season, left out of the NCAA tournament for the first time in four straight years. They meet again, and it's just another sign that we're getting back to normal as these great rivalry games are coming back. And the NBA also is right in that vein as they announced on Thursday that they intend to return to a normal schedule next season. That means training camps will open in late September and the regular season will begin on October the 19th. Now, if things are truly back to normal, we will have the Toronto Raptors playing back in Toronto. And this year is significant in this regard. If the Raptors can play at home, they would likely play in Toronto on November the 1st. Why is that key? Well, that's the 75th anniversary of the Basketball Association of America's first game, the New York Knicks, at the Toronto Huskies. The BAA was the precursor to what is the NBA that came on the scene in 1949. The league has been planning, at least since 2018, to celebrate its 75th anniversary season in this 21-22 upcoming campaign. And plans remain in place for next season's All-Star game to be played in Cleveland On February the 20th, that news coming from Tim Reynolds, our good friend from the Associated Press. Also, USA Basketball coming out with some news that MGM Resorts will be the official training camp home of the USA Basketball men's and women's national teams. Now, it's a great chance for fans if you want to plan a summer trip to go out to Vegas and watch the games. Both the USA Basketball men's and women's teams are scheduling exhibitions from July the 10th through the 18th. Both teams will be taking on top international opponents in preparation for the Tokyo Olympic Games. Here's a Did You Know? Our Naismith Did You Know this week. There are nine former Jersey Mike's Naismith Women's Players of the Year active in the WNBA this season. The league season, of course, is well underway. And those stars include Sabrina Ganescu, Asia Wilson, Brianna Stewart, Brittany Greiner, Tina Charles, Candace Parker, Simone Augusta, Diana Taurasi, and Sue Bird. And one game coming up on the weekend has New York at Phoenix. And, of course, Ionescu will go up against Greiner in that one. No Diana Taurasi, however. She is injured, has played only four games so far this season. She's out until late June with a sternum fracture. So we wish our best to Diana for a complete recovery. When we come back... Comments from Duke head coach Mike Krzyzewski. But first, this from Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's would like to dedicate the next three seconds to our new grilled portobello mushroom and Swiss sub. Trust us, it tastes good too. Because fresh ingredients make a sub above. Last week, just at the time we were putting the podcast together, the news broke that Mike Krzyzewski would serve one final season as the head basketball coach at Duke University and then retire. His legacy, of course, is intact. The numbers speak for themselves. 1,170 victories in 46 seasons, going back to his time at Army, five NCAA championships, a record-tying 12 Final Fours, and a record 126 weeks with his team ranked number one in the Associated Press Men's College Basketball pole and, of course, three gold medals as the head coach of our national team. Coach K's title count is second only to John Wooden's 10 at UCLA. No other active Division I men's coach even has as many as three following the April retirement of Roy Williams over at North Carolina. Mike, of course, is a three-time winner of our Warner Ladder Naismith Men's College Coach of the Year. He took the honors in 1989, 1992, and 1999. He and John Calipari are the only three-time winners on the men's side. Last week, Coach K gave his press conference at Cameron Indoor Stadium. And in lieu of a guest this week, we'd like to take you back to that and let you hear from Coach K. He speaks on opportunity and belief.
1: Most of us get a certain number of opportunities. Some of us get more than others. The best opportunities are the opportunities that are backed up with belief. Yeah. My mom told me when I was in high school at Weber, she said, Michael, whenever she had something important, it was Michael. Michael, always be with good people. And I followed her advice my whole, whole life. And so when I was at West Point, how lucky can you get? I'm at the gre- greatest leadership school in the world, the greatest character-building school in the world, and I'm playing for one of the greatest coaches of all time in Bob Knight. Boom, boom, boom. Those aren't punches that knock you out. Those are punches that give you that leadership character, the knowledge of playing for, you know, a brilliant, brilliant coach. How lucky can you get? I can get a lot more lucky. I get to serve in the Army and... After I do my service, and uh, Coach Knight gives me an opportunity to go to Indiana and go to graduate school. I'm there for one year. They have one of the greatest teams of all time. I learned there. And then at 28, you think Shire's young. He's 33. I was 28, although, you know, more handsome at that time in my life. uh, in my opinion, Marcel, not in your opinion, all right? And uh, uh, the people at West Point believed in me. I got that opportunity, and as a result, we turned around a 7-and-44 program into a 73-and-59 program. And then you get lucky again. Yeah, interview for the Duke job. And uh, the guy who had the most belief in me was Tom Butters he really believed in me and he believed in me multiple times and he gave me this opportunity and after three years most people wanted that opportunity to go to someone else I guess that's a nice way of saying they wanted to get rid of me. But not the guy who believed in me. Not the guy who believed in me. My opportunities were followed with belief. The best. The very best. And we started all of this. All of this. And then in the mid-90s, I got extremely sick physically, emotionally, mentally and was going to get out of coaching. He believed in me again, but there was another guy who believed in me. His name was Keith Brody. He was my second president and I've had great presidents. Keith Brody was in my 41 years here was the best person I've ever known. And during that time of presidency, he believed in me. He should, we won a couple championships and all that, but he believed in me in one of my darkest hours for those months of rehabbing and getting better. He believed in me every day, another opportunity. Wouldn't have taken advantage of it without belief. Strong belief. In your darkest hours in that, it's not just about opportunity, man. It's about someone believing in you. 77 games later, three Olympic gold medals, two world championship, that belief turned into this. And so for me, The opportunity to coach here at one of the great institutions in the world and be around not good people but great people has made me, Nikki, my family so much better. The biggest opportunity I've had in my life and the people who have believed in me the most my ladies my wife and my three daughters have made me so much better they've been there in those dark days, those dark nights those celebratory times too they have always believed in me thank you thank you and thank, I want to th- I'm, this is not a, a, a day for thanking everybody because it's not over. <sighs> but today it's a, it's a day to thank you all. Yeah, I'm a lucky guy and I'm, I'm gonna, we're gonna go for it as much as possible, as much as we can this year. And we're gonna try to return this place into being what it's supposed to be. And then we'll be able to walk away.
0: If you were listening carefully, you heard Coach K get emotional multiple times when talking about his career, including about the late athletic director at Duke, Tom Butters, who hired an unknown Krzyzewski back in March of 1980 and stuck with him after consecutive 17 loss seasons early in his tenure. And that got us to thinking. In the atmosphere with which the game is scrutinized today, with the explosion of social media, the nonstop talk shows, how many Coach K's might be out there who have been given opportunity, but the pressure to win immediately eroded the belief in those that did the hiring? Perhaps there is another Coach K out there who has been given opportunity and just needs the belief. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Make sure you rate and review us. Helps us get the word out to college basketball fans everywhere. And until next week, from all of us at the Naismith Awards in Atlanta, Bob been saying so long.